It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day and you are indeed locked on magic today is december 23rd the start of the orlando magic season we made it folks my name is Phil Prosper, I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com you can find me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of Locked on Magic, Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz speak about their contract extension, so we'll hear what they have to say, and, uh, and talk a little bit about the faith the Magic have put in them as they sign them to long-term deals to keep them here in Orlando, and again, like I said yesterday, set up their future. We'll then talk a little bit about what the team's expectations and goals are for the upcoming season. I know I talked a little bit about that yesterday, we'll, we'll rehash that again. And then, yes, we will preview the Orlando Magic's game against the Miami Heat, what to watch for, what the keys to the game are going to be, be, and what the key matchups will be for the Orlando Magic to get a win and start their season 1-0. All that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every and all the podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. But the latest on the Miami Heat, check out Locked On Heat. Our good pals at Locked On Heat do a great job covering the Miami Heat. Want to look ahead to this weekend's games against the Washington Wizards? Check out Locked On Wizards. No matter... What team you're interested in, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's podcast is also brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting, limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches again on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. For two players that were taken in the top 10 of their draft uh, four years ago, Marco Fultz and Jonathan Isaac have not had easy roads in the NBA. Their paths have not been straight and narrow. Their path to stardom, their their growth and development has been anything but a straight line. Jonathan Isaac had an ankle injury that cost him most of his rookie season, and then, of course, now the knee injury and then the torn ACL 
that will cost him the 2021 season. Markel Fultz had a mysterious, some somewhat mysterious shoulder issue that kept him from playing for much of his rookie year and into his second season. And then the relationship that he had with his team in the uh, Philadelphia 76ers completely deteriorated and he was eventually traded to the Orlando Magic. To say the least, that either player would get to this point where they're sitting here with contracts in hand, their future secured, was never certain. There are, still, there are still plenty of people debating whether the Magic made the right decision in signing these two players to long-term deals. And Indeed, the Magic have tied a good chunk of their future to these young players. Now, investing in young players is usually the right decision, even uh, even if it's... Uh, even if it is uncertain, that investment and that gamble is usually worth it. Young players tend to get better. And if you want to criticize Rob Hennigan for a number of things, one of them would certainly be how quickly he gave up on young players. Mo Harkless, Victor Oladipo, Tobias Harris. The Magic needed to invest in these players. It was the right thing to do. And whether they the, they, mat, they make that money uh, that they're making, or whether they, they they make those contracts valuable, will certainly be a question that this team faces moving forward. But those two players have gone through a lot, buoyed by their faith, and have shown a lot of faith both in themselves and in this organization to take care of them and put them in a position to succeed, to get them healthy and on the court. It's only right then that the Magic share that faith in them. And that's what the Magic did. That's what the Magic did in giving Marco Fultz a three-year $50 million extension. That's what the Magic did in giving Jonathan Isaac a four-year $80 million extension. They took a risk. They went out on a limb because they believe and have faith in not just these players, in these young men. I think if they if they didn't have believe in me, they made a really bad decision, so... Um, it obviously shows that they, they care a lot about me. First off, to draft me. Um, you know, look, not, not everybody gets extended, and to be a part of this group that, that has and, and, and to be with this organization, it means everything to me. I, I love the, the coaching staff. I love the team. Um, I love that they have belief in me, and they, they have it because, you know, I have belief in myself, and, um, you know, they know how I am when it comes to, to rehabbing and getting back, and, you know, that's just my focus right now, and I'm glad that we were able to, to get this done. Despite Jonathan Isaac having... A really strong reputation, and, and again, the potential to be an all-defensive team player. Really, again, I say this all the time, the only player on the Magic that does anything at an elite level. The only guy that we will talk about for any of the NBA awards. A guy that has so much promise and potential in front of him. The Magic are certainly betting on him reaching that potential. They're not hiding from it. They, they, they believe that he is going to be a key piece, and when you hit the $20 million per year mark. You are marked as a star. And, and when Jonathan Isaac comes back, there's going to be a lot of pressure. But this was no sure thing. No sure thing at all. It certainly felt like the right decision. It seemed like the right decision. But Jonathan Isaac has played only one full season. In four years of a rookie contract, Jonathan Isaac will have only played one full season. Ankle injuries cut his rookie year short. He had the knee injury last year and then the torn ACL that will cost him this year. The 2019 season is the only year that he played a full year. But the Magic are betting, and it is a bet, the Magic are betting and investing 
that Jonathan Isaac will be able to come back and be better than he was before. Certainly just as good, but they want him to be better. They're paying him $20 million to hit that 18-point-per-game mark or that 17-point-per-game mark up from the 12, 13, 14 that he's been averaging over the last two years. The Magic are true believers in this kid. That is plainly evident. In a time when perhaps not everyone would believe in him, there are definitely people who think that the Magic are taking too big of a risk here. But this is the exact kind of risk you should take with young players. If the Magic didn't believe in him now, when were they going to believe in him? And at the end of the day, yes, Jeff Waltman's tenure is tied to his first pick. The same goes with Markel Fultz. When the Magic Magic acquired Markel Fultz, it was a flyer. Nobody knew what to expect. If he didn't make it, if he didn't kind of come across uh, that first year, or if if he didn't play last year, it would have been easy to let him go into free agency. He had essentially two seasons with the team to show that he could play, that he could hit the floor. And of course, you know, they were more than willing to let him go at his own pace to recover. They got him in camp late last year. Um, he, was, he wasn't cleared to play until very late in the process. And then the Magic got him. You know, again, the Magic... And I didn't just get him. They Then the Magic got a player who could be their starting point guard, someone that they truly could believe in. Markel Fultz put a lot of his faith and his trust in the Magic uh, training staff, in the Magic as an organization. And now the Magic have put their trust back in him. The Magic are building their future, believing in what Markel Fultz can become. Um, I think it just shows you know how much belief they have in me. Um, again, like you said, from always starting back from, you know, when they traded for me, taking a chance with that, you know, and um, there's been one thing that that's always been, you know, made me feel comfortable since I've been here, you know, the way we talk um, to the front office, coaching staff, and even the players, you know, just really having an open, you know, conversation and, and being honest with each other. And, you know, it made it real comfortable for me, you know, and they always from day one told me to take my time and, um and get healthy, that was the most important thing. And, you know, now that I'm healthy, you know, just taking the next steps as, you know, improving as a, a great basketball player, a great young man, and a great teammate. And I think that's been, you know, something that we talked about since day one. And, again, just to be able to, you know, know I have three more years here, uh, it's, it's very exciting, you know, and I'm just super excited. I'm just ready to keep working and, and keep improving. The Magic won't get to see... Uh, Jonathan Isaac at all this year. They'll have to wait till next year to see just how how much he's improved and, and, and what he can do. And obviously, with torn ACLs, it's usually a year to recover and then another full year to get back to full strength. So the Magic will be cautious with Jonathan Isaac next year too. But with Markel Fultz, they have been absolutely giddy throughout the entire uh, preseason. Uh, they've been very excited for what Markel Fultz can bring. And of course, Fultz finished third on the team in scoring in the preseason. He showed a, 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 a much better command and mastery over the pace of play. And while his shooting still certainly needs some improvement and a little bit more confidence, he's, he's certainly getting there, he looked much better. He looked much more in command. And of course, we're all just waiting for the games to actually count. Um, he was much better in the two Atlanta games than in the Charlotte games, but it's preseason, so you don't read too much into anything. We'll learn a lot more about this team on Wednesday for sure. But the Magic believe in these two players. The Magic have set these two players, these two starters up, as pillars for their franchise. 
the guys that they will be building around. Everyone else on the roster has uncertainty to them. It's going to be one of the big storylines throughout the entire season. If the Magic are not able to take their next step, the next you know kind of step in their process to to climb the ladder in the Eastern Conference, then if the Magic aren't able to take that next step, then change is going to come. And inevitably change is going to come. The Magic have just committed nearly $17 million per year to Markel Fultz and $20 million per year to Jonathan Isaac. They simply don't have the money to keep everyone. And so the change that everyone expected to happen is coming inevitably and eventually. Didn't happen this offseason, but it certainly is still on the table. The Magic, though, are betting that these two guys can lead their future. And while that transition will begin in earnest this year and into next year, the Magic have put their faith in these two players. These two players with still a ton of uncertainty, with ceilings that are not clear. The Magic still need an all-star, so to speak. And certainly it looks like they want Jonathan Isaac to be that, and they think and hope Markel Fultz can be that too. The Magic put a lot of faith in these two players. Players that have had a lot of faith in themselves and have trusted the Magic to guide them to this point. Now the Magic will need them to make good on that faith. Talk a little bit more about expectations for the Orlando Magic and what to expect as the season begins coming up here in just a moment. But first, the college football bowl season is well underway. Sorry, UCF Knights fans. The NFL regular season is finishing up too, and the NBA is now in full swing. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust for your wagering needs, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether you're betting on the NFL game of the week, the college bowl games, or the current top games in sports, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit your good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG on Twitter to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag betonline. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game anymore. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q, and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wager. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. So here we are, the first day of the regular season. Everyone is 0-0. and Well, not everyone now. The Clippers and Nets are both 1-0. The Warriors and Lakers are both 0-1. So the Magic are officially not in first place anymore, I think. I think that's how this works. Um... 
we're obviously now at the precipice of a new season, a season that, frankly, hasn't had a lot of people excited. The general consensus, and yes, my opinion too, is the Magic are not likely to take a step forward this year. If anything, this year will feel exactly like last season. I've seen predictions for the Orlando Magic anywhere from the 28 to 35 win range. I kind of slot them in that 30 to 36 win range too. I think this team can get to 500. I think this team can comfortably make the playoffs or make the play-in tournament. I think this team could see the bottom fall out. I think this this team could end up being one of the worst teams in the league very, very easily if the wrong guys get hurt or you know motivations change or they hit just a rough, a rough patch of the schedule. And of course, there's still a ton of uncertainty regarding COVID. But I think the median and the average uh, prediction for this Magic team is they'll probably finish around the 33-win mark like they were at last year. They were 33-40 and 40 last year in the 73-game season. They'll play a 72-game season this year. They'll finish around 33, around 32-33 wins. And they'll probably qualify for the play-in tournament, although not as the 8th seed or the 7th seed, as a 9 or a 10 seed. In fact, I, right now, probably slot them as the 9 or the 10. I I flip-flop between them and Washington. I think Washington's depth is going to be a major concern for them. You know, Russell Westbrook doesn't usually play the entire season, but both he and Bradley Beal give that team some star power that the Magic don't necessarily have. They got a nice player in Davis Bertans. Um, But I think the Wizards are like the Magic, where, yes, they've got star players that'll help, you know, keep them afloat and give them some big victories, but their lack of depth... And is going to hurt them, especially in a year that's so congested like this. I think the Magic, though, are somewhat in the same boat. While the Magic don't have a star to turn to, they have a nice balanced roster, they're going to need everyone to play well. And this isn't just about trying to advance. This isn't about trying to become the 6th seed or the 5th seed or whatever it is, or even reach the 7th seed this year. The Magic are going to need a lot of players to play well. They're going to need Markel Fultz to take a step forward. They're going to need Nikola Vucevic to be back at an all-star level. They're going to need Evan Fournier to copy his all his uh, all his career numbers from last year. They're going to need contributions from Cole Anthony and probably from Chuma Okiki. If not Chuma Okiki, then certainly Dwayne Bacon or James Ennis. This they're going to need Mo Bamba to make an impact off the bench, or if not him, then Kem Birch. The Magic have as many ifs as any team in the league. And yes, if the wrong guy gets hurt. This thing could fall apart very, very quickly. I do think that the Magic's margin for error remains very, very small. And if the Magic had one weakness that they needed to try and resolve or needed to try to find some answer to, it is that margin for error. But let's not think about the bleakest things. Let's not think about this team at its worst. Let's not think about this team as what a failure would look like. The only success in this season is to make the playoffs. And by the playoffs, I do not mean the play-in tournament. I mean the playoffs, the field of eight. This team has made the playoffs the last two years, and the standard for this team is now the postseason. That is the bar that they have to clear, no matter what. That's non-negotiable. That is non-negotiable. The Magic have to be a playoff team, and that is the field of eight, not the play-in tournament. I I, I will repeat that throughout the course of the season. The play-in tournament is not the goal. The playoffs are. And of course, the Magic... You know, spoke about this on Monday um, that they don't merely want to be in the playoffs. That, yes, their goal is to get out of the first round. And they should have those lofty goals. They, even, if, even if, you know, we all look at this team and say, I don't see it, that should be their goal. They've accomplished everything else. And as most of us has kind of 
sensed and, and perhaps feared a little bit, this team might have reached its ceiling. This team might have reached its peak or the best it can do. That is a then, then again to say, what is success for the Magic this season? Outside of making the playoffs, outside of those team goals, what is success for the Magic this season? Success is seeing the development of young players. This is still a rebuilding team. This is still a young team. And I would argue that this year's Magic team is more talented than last year's team. Under even, you know, under normal circumstances, I would be very excited and hopeful about what Cole Anthony is going to be able to contribute immediately. I'm so, don't get me wrong, I'm so very excited and hopeful about what he's going to contribute, but there's a lot of uncertainty about what they're going to get from Cole Anthony and Chumo Kiki. And Steve Clifford confirmed they will be they will both be part of the team's playing group, their 10-man rotation to start the season. Whether that lasts or how long that lasts is certainly up for debate. And Steve Clifford's going to play his young players. When Mo Bamba is back, when he's ready to play in games, I suspect he will play over Ken Birch. This team is very talented. Cole Anthony showed in the preseason just how dangerous of a score he can be, especially as he continues to get comfortable playing at the NBA level and at an NBA pace. But that's not the whole story here. The Magic are relying on young players more than they ever have before under Steve Clifford, for sure. The Magic are banking on a lot of players, and we didn't even talk about Aaron Gordon and him becoming uh, more of an all-around player like he showed at the end of last season and showed some flashes of during the preseason, although I think he was holding some things back. The Magic need all of these players to coalesce and grow together this season. That is abundantly clear. That is the only way this team finds success. And building off of what they did on Monday, re-signing Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac, this team needs to begin shaping its future. That's what we talked about all offseason. And yes, I am disappointed that the Magic didn't make those moves too. I thought those moves were there. Were there? They weren't there. I, I miscalculated this market a little bit. But the magic and those goals do not change. They still have to shape their future and become the team they want to become. That is still the overarching goal. They did that in re-signing Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac. They absolutely did that there. But now comes the next step. And that, and at least in the course of the season, that's Mo Bamba pushing for more minutes. When Nikola Vucevic has to miss a game, Mo Bamba needs to become the starter. Shouldn't be Ken Burch anymore. That means Cole Anthony and Chumo Kiki showing that they can play, honestly play at a high level, at a level that, that's consistent. The Magic have a lot of work to do and a lot to accomplish this season beyond the playoffs. But yes, the playoffs are still the number one goal. And standing in their way will be their first opponent of the season. We'll talk about the Miami Heat coming up here in just a moment. But first, we all have to get through our walls this week. The holiday is coming up over the weekend. A lot of us have short weeks if we're working at all. I've got a short week. I've got I've got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow before before the game, um, and uh, a lot of stuff to do. Period. Uh, but it's a short week, 
and it's easy to get a little bit slow or to look too far ahead to the weekend. But that's why Built Go is here, to make sure that you finish and run through the tape. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. It comes in easy to take one and a half ounce packages you can put in your briefcase, your golf bag, wherever you go. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster out drink with a third of the caffeine and much better results. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast-absorbing, so it gets into your system fast and it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite your work, like beta-alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts today. The Orlando Magic will open their 2021 regular season against the Miami Heat Wednesday night, tonight, at the Amway Center at 7 o'clock. Tip-off will be at around 7 o'clock as the Magic begin this long and strange odyssey that is the NBA season. You know, typically this first game, you know, you don't read too much into it um, because one game can be kind of random. Um, you obviously don't want to get blown out. Uh, you know, I think the concern level in Golden State is at pretty high right now after the way that they got handled by the Brooklyn Nets, especially considering their second game is against the Milwaukee Bucks, so they'll be in a little bit of a hole coming out of the gate. You want to look organized. You want to look like you're building off of the things from the preseason, but yes, you do want to win. And if you're going to pick off one of the best teams in the league, the first game is the time to do it when they're still figuring things out. And of course, Miami and the Lakers had the shortest offseason in sports history, or at least in modern sports history, just 70, uh, 70 plus days um, since the bubble ended in October here in Orlando. Obviously, the Heat maybe didn't have to travel as far, but they're definitely looking at a little bit of, a reser- uh, of an energy reserve deficit. The Heat, though, are as dangerous as they've ever been. They brought back essentially the same roster from last year. They re-upped Bam Adebayo to a, a, a max contract, a max extension off his rookie deal. Jimmy Butler is still that dude. Um, I, 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 I am a big Jimmy Butler fan. He just shows up in big moments and in the playoffs. They've still got a host of great shooters like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Goran Dragic had a fantastic bubble run and he's still there. Um, this is a team that is just dangerous and it's just a very difficult team to match up with. That, that's that's the plain truth. The the thing that the Heat have built, and, and I am a great admirer of what the Miami Heat have built culture-wise as well as strategically, they have built a team that can just that can shape and form however they need to beat you. Now, whether that is enough to do it in the regular season consistently, no one has them as, as a top seed in the East, but they are a gritty team that just 
finds a way. Um, they are, they are uh, every embodiment of what Pat Riley wants, a tough out in so many ways. But that doesn't mean they're not beatable. That doesn't mean that, that you can't pick them off. Um, defending the three-point line is going to be the biggest key of this game. Obviously, with Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Myers Leonard, uh, Kelly Olynyk, they've got shooters. You know, they, they they added Avery Bradley, who's a good, who's a decent shooter. Um, they've got shooters. They've got guys who can put the ball in the basket. Um, they are a tricky team to defend because they they tend they they use a lot more motion than most teams. And I'm I'm a motion offense guy. I love teams that run cuts and screens and have guys moving off the ball. That's how this team plays. And so the Magic are going to have to be on point defensively. That's the only way they're going to win this game. That's the only way that they're going to have a chance here. They've got to be really sharp defensively. They've got to be tagging their cutters. They've got to be contesting the three-point line, which is where they really struggled during the preseason. Um, that is something they've typically been very good at, though. And that's why they've been able to relatively compete with the Miami Heat, although last year the Heat won three of the four matchups. Um, a couple of them, three-pointers, played a huge role in that. So if the Magic can defend the three-point line, they'll have a really good shot in this game because that is going to be the basis of their defense against this Miami Heat team. Offensively, pace is going to matter, of course. The Magic have to play their offensive style. It's going to be really interesting to see just how involved Nikola Vucevic is um, as far as as a passer. Um, you know, I think the Magic envision him playing in something of a similar role that Bam Adebayo plays, where the offense runs through him and they're able to either have him shoot from beyond the arc or shoot from the perimeter or dish it from the high post and be used as a screener. Um, that's kind of where Bam Adebayo is. The, the, the Heat love using Bam Adebayo in multiple ways, and I think the Magic want to use him in a very, want to use Nikola Vucevic in a similar way. I, you know, I've, I've been beating this drum for a few years now, and I think Nikola Vucevic is one of the best passing big men in the league, but he is not elite at it, certainly not elite at it in the way that, say, Nikola Jokic is, is at it and the way Bam Adebayo appears to be trending. Then again, maybe this is the year that we really see Nikola Vucevic develop and grow as a passer in a significant way. Um, again, I think he's a very, very good passer for a big man, uh, and, and I think that that's not outside of the realm of possibility, although certainly the three-point shooting seems to be the bigger focus for him uh, this this offseason. I think we will see Marco Fultz on the ball a lot more. I think we will see him kind of manning the team a whole lot more. We'll see you know some of the same sets. It's not that Evan Fournier won't run any pick-and-rolls, but... I do think we'll see a little bit of a shift in the way that the Magic use Evan Fournier, uh, and if he can be more effective off the ball, then I think that will be um, that would be better for the Magic in the long run too. The Magic and the Heat had this had essentially the same defensive rating last year. They're both very good defensive teams. Um, Miami um, likes to play a lot of zone, and how the Mag- and the Magic were very good against the zone. That's how they beat the the Heat. The, the one time that they beat them last year was they just tortured the Heat went zone, and the Magic just torched them on it. Um, Orlando's gonna have to ha- gonna have to play a very good game though. That is that is the bottom line. The Heat are a very very good team. They are not a team that you you just walk in and beat. You're gonna you're gonna know you played them. And if the Magic can defend the three point line, they'll have a real chance. But really, at the end of the day, I can't say with any certainty what this game is gonna go like because I can't say with any certainty how the Magic are going to play or, or what the Magic are going to be trying to do uh, in, in a real sense. Um, because, you know, the preseason provided snippets of it, but nothing concrete. Uh, and so I'm as excited as everyone else to see this game play. 
I'm as excited as everyone else to finally get a chance to see this team on the floor in a game that matters. And certainly, I, I have the feeling that this team played the preseason like it was the preseason and that they were holding something back. I want to see this team fully operational and ready to play. We'll have a complete recap of that game coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, but that'll do it for today's show. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Find the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all of them listen on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at or follow for the latest on the Orlando. Be sure to follow OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. We'll be uh, t- tweeting during the game, probably not as frequent for this first game, um, but I'll have I'll have analysis on that on there as well as well as on OrlandoMagicDaily.com shortly after the game ends. But until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Michael. See you all again for another episode of Locked On Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.